Welcome, everybody. Here's another episode where we dive into virtual assistants, the whole world of being able to leverage as much as you can. And today we have my friend Sarah and Gab. Sarah, you run you run all of the marketing for Virtue Desk. And that's right. Yeah. And the very first time I met you, I was really surprised that that you're you're very young, but extremely knowledgeable and you get shit done. So thank you for being awesome. I appreciate it. Thank you that. so much, Justin. And Gab, you've been yeah, around for a little hey. bit and you mm-hmm. help out Sarah. You kind of help bring in the loose ends and, and mm-hmm. bring that all together. So mm-hmm. the floor is yours, Sarah and Gab, because you run a lot of VAs and some in-house staff as well. So tell us how you do that, because the mix of that is what I what I want to hear about. Yeah, yeah. So um, thank you for your introduction, Tristan. And uh, that is right. We have a lot of people in our marketing department, and we also have a few in-house assistants. And we're doing so many tasks, so many different tasks, from PR tasks to email marketing. And every day, it's a lot of uh, contents for approval. It's a lot of emails going out, a lot of social media posts, and we can dive into that in a second. I would just say that uh, when we officially started the marketing department, uh, we had some issues with you know, understanding this process and basically building this very special process just for us because every department is different, right? And I guess right now we have this almost perfect combination of what we need to see every day, what kind of content is getting uh, approved. Um, Gab uh, mentioned to me a few days ago that uh, when we started to work together, um, Gab, you said that only on the third month you actually yes. realized what kind of content we really want to post and mm-hmm. what kind of like graphics we want to see on our social media accounts. Yeah, that was kind of like a learning curve. Yeah, so there was kind of a learning curve yeah. initially when I started with Sarah. I thought it was going to be like uh, a client VA relationship, but mm-hmm. then it went through um, exploring marketing, uh, the, the marketing department and how I would fit myself into that department since Sarah's handling uh, marketing for Vertidesk. And also um, I started doing, after those three months, I started doing my research into um um, marketing backgrounds. So what sample tasks that I should be doing, should be watching out for, and uh, what these posts that I'm making, what is it for and who is it for, and what what we are trying to accomplish with those uh, social media posts and also um, some of the videos that we're creating. So um, it took like um, two to three months to figure everything out that it's not just uh, what Sarah tells me to do. It's also adding um, more information to the task that I'm creating to refocus that attention to a marketing uh, focused uh, content. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Gab, I have a question for you and Sarah, yes. because mm-hmm. it's important. We both manage large VA teams. Yeah. And Sarah, when did you start noticing that Gab? started feeling comfortable to start doing his own work and not having to always look for 
approval for you? Because I mm-hmm. found that to be a challenge when I hired VAs at first. That's a great question. Yeah. So uh, I guess at the beginning, we were trying to realize uh, like how exactly it's going to work between us. And we also had a lot of team members at that time. And then I guess Gab was one of that person. I, I can say that my whole team can do that for sure. So if we have a task that we need to complete today, or if we have a project that we want to discuss or do a research, he will stay with me, even though it's an after work hours or something like that. And we will complete this, you know, that's, that's how it started. And then uh, I guess uh, we were trying to build a better system for all of us because we were adding more and more people. And then we came up with this structure that we have right now where we have a marketing manager and then we have uh, the next level would be like team leads who are managing team of VAs as well. Not so if. now I don't have to see and approve the content that is coming from virtual assistants. I am only engaged with my managers. And that's that's helping me a lot because I also have different tasks during the day. And uh, basically what we have right now, we are having a few meetings during the week with managers. It's just one meeting on Tuesday where we're discussing what's going on with your team members, what's going on like with their content, uh, are there any problems? What can be improved and things like that? So it's right now it's much easier to manage a, a huge team of assistants. And I guess if we are thinking about hiring more people, that means they should have a manager as well who is directly um, sending information to me. So it's now it's just much easier to do everything. Yeah, I love that. Good response. Yeah. Thank you, Sarah. Yeah. All right. mm-hmm. Continue with your awesome presentation. Sorry. Yeah, just... let's do it. Uh, so I just wanted to mention that this presentation is a little bit complicated. So if you guys have any questions, just let us know. Okay. Perfect. Uh, let's do it, Gab. Yes. So we'll be going through um, mm-hmm. seven uh, seven steps here uh, to on how to manage your virtual assistant. And let's yeah. start with uh, the task number one. So it would be listing group, uh, all your tasks. So this is an, uh, a quick example on how you do it. Um, first, you, you identify what tasks you are doing as a business owner, and then try to put all of those into um, separate rows or separate files just to bring it all out in the open. And so you can organize them um, according to their categories in when you proceed to uh, the next steps uh, moving forward after this slide. So mm-hmm. some of those tasks would be um, uh, reports. So uh, is, there, is there a way that you're doing social media analytics or maybe A and B testing results? So are you always responding to emails, um, creating those email banners or are you creating email campaigns? So are you also doing hashtag research mm-hmm. for your social media posts and are you engaging with people uh, via social media if you receive some comments on your social media posts if you're um, following back on these followers that are engaging with your content and how you're answering these questions and um, are you even sending thank you cards to your customers so all of these tasks uh, just put it put them uh, list them down and then let's continue the next step Mm-hmm. I would like uh, to also mention that um, last week we were attending a conference and um, 
I spoke with a lot of people who were struggling with like how to hire, how to start with a virtual assistant. And one of the things that I mentioned to them is uh, obviously you need to come up with a plan yourself before you hire a virtual assistant, but also understand all of your tasks and categorize them. So if you are a real estate agent, for example, and you want your virtual assistant to uh, send out um, email campaigns to your previous clients to get their testimonials on your Zillow account, for example, uh, that should be like a special category. And so you have to explain that to your virtual assistant and then only then it's going to work because you cannot mix all the tasks together. This is very mm -hmm. important. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a common challenge because we, we yeah. hire one VA and we want them to do everything mm -hmm. that we think of. And yeah. I think that that's where it's a challenge for a lot of people hiring one VA, right? Yeah, I mean, if it's an uh, executive virtual assistant, they actually can do most of your tasks. But again, you have to help them out to understand like categories. If it's an email campaigns, if it's text messages, if it's a social media tasks, that should be very clear. Yeah. Cool. Yes. Also, samples of these uh, mm -hmm. categories would be um, once you've listed down all of your tasks, which ones should be should fall under your tasks. So, for example, approve graphics and captions. Um, you wouldn't want your uh, virtual assistant to post those images and captions right away on social media. You need to approve them in order to um, make them more of your style and not with the virtual assistant style. Uh, at first, your virtual assistant needs to adapt to your style. It took me like two, three months, four months uh, before I actually found that uh, what Sarah wants on her images <laughs> is know. actually minimal, minimalist uh, style mm -hmm. of, uh, of graphics. So we, we, uh, we often had like revisions for the designs I was making. Um, oftentimes it would be five revisions a week, um, sometimes More. six. Yes, sometimes wow. more. Okay. Yes, and Sarah's very specific with uh, the, the the alignment of the elements in your design. <laughs> but what what we're um, talking about in inside our our team, if it's crooked, it's not approved. If it's not aligned, it's not approved. Not approved. Yeah. Yes. So we're also uh, focusing on those um, quirks that the client also wants um, to be perfect. So mm -hmm. if yes, so we're focusing on those. We're trying to learn what the what the client needs, um, what the business owner needs, and we're trying to adapt to them. It might take a little while longer if mm -hmm. you're not uh, if you're not articulating it to your virtual assistant. Mm -hmm. um, if you're not um, explaining how why the revisions are the way it is, um, because if you don't express yourself the virtual assistant will just do the revisions and they wouldn't understand why. So that's actually uh, one of the reasons uh, um, we're working great with Sarah because she can provide us with the examples of uh, for revisions, design revisions for changes. She actually tells us why it's important to do this and we're taking note of that um, for our upcoming uh, projects. Yeah, that's and a really Sorry, Sarah, this is something that you do well. Uh -huh. And yeah. I, I want to point it out because if you're listening into this, the one thing that you should be looking to do is exactly what Sarah does. She grabs something that she loves and she says, hey, guys, this is how I want it. Right. You give the example. And I think sometimes, Sarah, as 
as somebody who hires a VA, we just expect them to do things without giving them an example of what's not going to work like that. No, yes, Mm-mm, not at all. And that's actually the second thing that I heard from people on the conference. Like I expect my VA to start doing my business right away. It's not going to work like that, really. And I can give you a perfect example that happened like half a year ago. We were designing the banner for our expos, like for our booth. And I was sending tons of examples for GAP's team. And I guess we had millions of revisions. Do you remember that, GAP? It was a very long Mm -hmm. process. And at the end, we got this perfect banner and everyone were happy. Yes. So figuring that out would Mm -hmm. also be impossible if we didn't have um, ideas um, or like examples or like lookbooks or how um, uh, examples of other um, other backdrops that are being used in some expos. So Sarah grabs those, what she likes and provides it to us. So we have like tons of examples and it's up to us to pick out the details that are going to be um, that we can grab from one uh, one example and then grab another one to, from an example and then blend it in together. So we would make the perfect one for Sarah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and uh, as we, as uh, as a real estate agent as well, I would suggest you to come up with at least a blanket kit of your business, mm-hmm. like the colors, fonts, uh, size of those fonts, and everything like that, and make sure to share this with your virtual assistant. Okay, let's move on, Gap. Yes, so this mm-hmm. would be um, now when you've done uh, categorizing the task, you need to identify the tools. So some of these tools would be uh, your business apps, your communication tools, your productivity tools, and your creative tools. So um, I've listed here some business apps that um, some business owners would probably need. Like if they have a website, um, they might be using WordPress for a content management system behind that website, or maybe they're using Wix or whatever website uh, creation tool that they're using. Um, Give that access to your virtual assistant and they'll do some uh, posting there or maybe uploading blogs, uh, creating blogs and uh, uploading content. So part of that, these business apps are Facebook, Instagram, um, even Salesforce as your um, CRM. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, so these would fall under the business apps, and this would be uh, important for you to uh, provide some access, some level of access to your virtual assistant. Obviously, not all of them. Uh, if you want to um, use uh, password protection, you can also do that. You can use um, LastPass, OnePassword, uh, Bitwarden. There's a lot of them online, and most of them are paid. Most of them, some of them are free as well. So you can create your uh, own security by just giving them some level of access, like maybe just an editor access and not a full admin access. So yeah, some tasks, some uh, communication examples will be like how you're gonna communicate with your virtual assistant. You need to um, uh, create this or identify this first before you hire a virtual assistant. So are are you good with using WhatsApp? Are you always going to talk to them via Zoom? What if you're out of your computer? Are you going to create a Zoom meeting when you're just on your phone, uh, when you're walking to, when you're going to your um, client? So you could do that also in Skype or iMessage, but you need to make sure that uh, this virtual assistant also has access to that uh, tool. So um, for us, we're using Skype most, most of yeah. the time. Yes. 
And uh, because Skype, we can also uh, do uh, a whole day of calls without losing connection. And uh, for example, with Zoom, uh, you just get cut off for 30 minutes or sometimes 30 hours. We could do the whole day uh, being on a call on Skype and discussing things for approval and stuff. And I'll just be on a call with my team. And then Sarah can just pop in um, and check in with us, um, see if there's anything for approval that she can do while on this call. So that's a great thing that we're doing right now. Mm -hmm. Also for, uh, for productivity. So um, that would be for Gmail, Google Suite as well. If you're using your Google Calendar to share it with your um, assistant and then using Trello for your um, project management tools, also using MailChimp for your email campaigns and, or using uh, Basecamp instead of uh, Trello. You could also mm -hmm. use ClickUp for this. So uh, whatever you want to use for your uh, productivity, just make sure that you it is shareable to your virtual assistant and not just locked into yourself. And if it's, sometimes there are those kind of applications where you sign up and then you can only use it for yourself and you cannot share it. Uh, you can't share your con your calendar. You can't share your um, email, but you can't have access to, uh, can't provide access to others. So mm -hmm. um, this would be some examples of that that you need to watch out for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's, up to you guys. Uh, if you don't have a team of virtual assistants, uh, um, I'm usually using iMessages if you just have one virtual assistant, but it's uh, it's up to you. We're using Skype just because it's uh, more comfortable for us and we have a lot of people, obviously. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, and this would be for uh, the task assignments going mm -hmm. on to step three. So this is an example of how uh, when you're starting out, you have your virtual assistant and just yourself, or you might have a local team member, maybe mm -hmm. a local local assistant that you're working with, or you're working with a, a brokerage and you want to bring in your team as well. Um, and then you have just one virtual assistant for all of them. Um, maybe not to overload the virtual assistant, but maybe just allow some tasks from your local team to be provided to your virtual assistant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we actually uh, discussed that yesterday with a team in our CEO, Pavel, uh, that um, right now it's actually the perfect combination if you have someone in-house. For example, uh, if you're in real estate, that could be your TC, like an in-house TC, plus this TC has a virtual assistant. So virtual assistant can take off some TC tasks, right? Not, not super important ones, and also marketing tasks like social media. So whenever you are doing an open house, again, this is just a real estate example, or something like that, you can record those clips, you can send that to, to your virtual assistant and she will take care of that, you know, posting that in social media, stuff like that, while your TC, in-house TC is focusing on her tasks. So that's, we saw that this is the perfect combination actually, when you have in-house and a virtual assistant. So what about if you're growing your team now, if you're, if you're trying to expand uh, the team? So this would be a, a perfect, um, uh, or chart example. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So again, it's you, your local team member, right? And then you have an admin, the guy who is managing your virtual assistant. And you, in this example, you can see that other VAs under the EVA, the executive virtual assistant will be doing uh, social media for you, like posting, scheduling, engaging with your clients, 
possible clients, answering DMs, answering comments and stuff like that. Uh, you can have a virtual assistant for prospecting, which is ISA, calling your leads, uh, getting testimonials from them, texting them, it's up to you. Next one could be a copywriter. That's again, a huge help for a social media VA with captions. Right, that's what we are doing, and the multimedia guy who can take care of your uh, video content, for example. Uh, Tristan, how many uh, virtual assistants do you have right now? By the way, I have twenty-five. That's awesome. We're almost there. Well, you know, you guys yeah, provide well, great ones, so it's hard not yeah. to hire them when you guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah this is. Yeah, this is uh, looks like our marketing department, but uh, it's bigger now, obviously. Um, and this is a great example of what, building a team where you have a lot of people, right? So on the top, you're going to have director of operations, and this person is managing the team leads, right? The managers. And that, that's going to be a social media guy. That could be a sales and marketing. That could be a customer relationship. It's up to you. And then below, you will see like more assistants who are doing specific tasks. For example, we have an amazing guy who is uh, in Gap's team, actually. And he's the only task that he has is uh, doing a video editing of all the video mm. content that we have. He's only focusing on that. And I know Tristan, you, you have the same person on your team. Um, so he can produce a lot of video content and it's it, it can be so different. He can edit webinars, he can edit TikTok clips, he can edit shorts for your YouTube channel. He can do so many things and this is just one person, you know? Yes. Also creating mm -hmm. ads, commercials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we actually created a few Google ads with this guy, and that was amazing. A lot of revisions, but that was amazing at the end. Yes. And also mm -hmm. some of the uh, team managers, like, for example, a social, social media manager can talk to a sales and marketing manager or talk to customer relations if they have some information from their customers that they can share. For example, if they have like a pain point discussed by the customer to a customer support representative, customer relations manager can uh, provide that to uh, sales and marketing or social media manager, and they they could uh, they can then address that to a product or maybe create a social media post regarding this pain point and how it can be addressed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is what we're doing with our CEO right now. So the questions that we're getting in our leverage group or our social media accounts, we're actually sending them to Pavel and then we're asking him to talk about this on his social media profiles, like discussing those issues like, I don't know how to hire a virtual assistant. That's exactly what he's going to discuss on the next like webinar, for example. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, and now we're moving on to individual checklists. So once you have, when you once you've identified your tasks that you want to provide to your virtual assistant, and you've identified how many virtual assistants you want to um, to gather or to hire uh, for the amount of tasks that you want to uh, delegate, uh, we can proceed with this one. So mm -hmm. this is a sample of a weekly checklist. This is uh, done once a week. So for example, create a content calendar. We can do this every uh, Thursday to uh, assign like um, what posts are we uh, are we uploading next week? Um, what is trending this week that we can use next week? Or what's the projection for uh, for next week? Are we going to create like uh, a video with our uh, business owner 
and then have him create that video and we're going to post it next week to address uh, an issue that we received uh, um, from last week. So that's a good example. Mm -hmm. So also uh, reports on Friday, um, what you've discussed uh, for the week and what happened throughout the week. You can get the analytics and uh, you can do weekly, monthly or year to date analytics. And then you can assign that to a virtual assistant and they'll prepare that for you and discuss it uh, on your weekly meetings. If you have um, if you've set the time uh, for, for that weekly reports meeting. So another way is to also create a daily checklist. And this is how a daily checklist uh, would look like. It's very detailed. Um, I would suggest to create and be as detailed as much as possible, just in case if you have, um, if you're getting an idea of adding a new virtual assistant or maybe promoting your current virtual assistant to a director of, of operations, and then you're gonna hire a new virtual assistant to replace all the tasks that he's been assigned to. And if you have this ready, you can um, uh, just follow through the checklist. Mm -hmm. Not only this gap, but not mm -hmm. only replacing a virtual assistant, right? Yes. But also when you're adding more virtual assistants, mm -hmm. it's super easy to see what this person is doing and what kind of tasks you can assign to another guy. So that's mm -hmm. why everything should be very detailed and obviously in writing. So you understand what your virtual assistant is doing daily and so is your virtual assistant you know so she or he doesn't have any questions and we're we're going to show you an example of an actual daily checklist uh in a sec yeah so this is the example of the checklist so what we just did is we laid out the steps for those uh checklists for those tasks but this one we since we actually um got the subtasks for that and how we have an estimate now for how long a task can be done. Like for example, upload reels. Um, uh, that person would be recording that reel or maybe editing that video and then creating a caption. So it would probably take around an hour. So we put it into a time block and that task would be done in an hour. And then we have here, like for example, a 30 minute um, section that is a task uh, that can be done within 30 minutes. So we plot that out throughout uh, the week. So we'll see what the task uh, assigned to a virtual assistant is on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, throughout the week. So we know that if there's a gap in between, we can assign more tasks to that person. So guys, if you want to get the, these slides, just uh, uh, send us your email address and we'll send that to you within a few hours. Where do we, where do they put the email address in? Uh, that could be Zoom or Leverage live video. Perfect. You can put it into the Leverage community on yeah. Facebook. Let's move on to the next slide, Cap. Mm -hmm. So this would be a project calendar. Remember when you guys told you that you need to uh, use some sort of application uh, to use as your project management software? So yep. this would be a good example of that. Uh, I also listed out some sample project management softwares here. So what this does is you can plan ahead or maybe ask your virtual assistant to create the schedule and um, plot it out for the next month or for the rest of the year, if you have like events that you're coming uh, going to, if you have um, uh, if you have webinars that you want to attend to, uh, you can put that in your social media calendar and then promote it as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I know uh, Tristan, you are posting a lot of um, like posts and leverage about your social media calendar, like a monthly version of that or something like this, right? Mm -hmm. And where you have 
a specific content for each day of the week. So that's exactly what we're doing as well, as you can see. So on Mondays, we decided that we're focusing on video content, for example. On Tuesdays, this is what's going on. On Wednesday, it's all about leverage webinar that we're having right now, right? On Thursday, and so on. So again, if you just have one virtual assistant, you still have to work on the calendar and understand what kind of tasks you guys are posting daily and have this on your calendar and, and i now, guess yeah mm -hmm. let's move on to the next one mm -hmm. so this would be the scheduled reports um remember that weekly task that we discussed earlier um this would fall into that so if you have your reports um you could ask your virtual assistant and assign them to create email ad campaign reports click-through rate uh, to discuss that and also uh, research about competitors so what are the, what are your competitor competitors doing what are you not doing and uh what's working what can be improved what can yeah, be improved for sure yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and also on your social media analytics well, what's working what's not working what's new on social media uh, maybe mm -hmm. you could post about that or maybe create a new a new post using that new feature on uh, on instagram or new feature on tiktok mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And also for uh, key performance indicators, these are KPIs. So uh, you can measure how many signups you got, how many orders that you got, how many uh, listings that you got in this week, and maybe mm -hmm. track, uh, track that and see uh, uh, the progress of what you're doing and what made those changes, maybe some mm -hmm. A and B testing as well. Yeah. Yeah. For example, we're talking about Facebook ad or Google ad. We are doing those uh, all the time, right? And... Uh, I guess it's very important to analyze the data. So let's say you have a Facebook campaign and you see that you're not getting enough clicks or not getting enough signups from the, from the ad or whatever your goal is. So just talk with your virtual assistant and see what's going on, what you're not doing, what can be improved, and maybe you need to work on the content. Maybe you need to do the A-B testing first before launching the campaign. So it's very important to talk about this and analyze that. And uh, I mean, without that, you cannot be successful, I would say. Yes. Same goes with everything, like social media content, uh, email uh, campaigns. It's basically covers everything. Yeah. And this is the actual uh, start of date report from one of our virtual assistants. And this is uh, how it can be done. So in this SOD, he's actually saying this are my tasks for today and he of course he also have his daily checklist that he's following but this is just for you as a client so obviously you can ask your virtual assistant to provide those SODs daily so at the beginning of the day you're getting SOD and you know what the virtual assistant is going to be working on today right Gab? Yes so mm -hmm. as you can see you'll see uh, what are his uh, tasks for today and if you see that you want to add more, you can you can do so. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe cr create some ad hoc tasks, and then that will be added to this end of their report. So yeah. we'll proceed with their report yeah. now. Yeah, and it's apl applicable to every virtual assistant, like uh, executive virtual assistant, marketing. It doesn't matter. You have to see what's going on, and uh, that's why we need to ask them to send those reports to you. And it's also helpful for a virtual assistant too. So this is the end of day report. At the end, you are seeing okay, this is what my VA 
completed today, right? And as you can see at the at the end, you have the pending tasks. Those tasks are going to go for tomorrow, obviously. So again, you're analyzing what was done and uh, how things can be improved and what can you assign to your virtual assistant as well for tomorrow. Yeah. And then you can, it's not just those reports that you can discuss, like maybe on Fridays or Mondays, mm -hmm. whenever you want to um, to schedule these report re weekly reports. You can also discuss action plans and uh, new trends that is uh, um, in your field of uh, in your field of business. So, for example, if you're in IT and you just hired a virtual assistant, uh, what's new? Um, discuss that over the meeting. Um, and also, you can entertain suggestions from the team. So if they had they found something uh, while doing research and then they brought it up with you, uh, maybe some process improvement, for example, or maybe that they have this really long, long task and they found a way of how to shorten that task um, and, and but still get the same result, you can discuss that as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I answered I answered the questions already. The mm -hmm. main question that that I wanted to ans ask you, even though I answered it, what characteristics are you looking mm -hmm. for when when promoting a VA to managerial mm -hmm. role? Yeah, so if this person can actually solve problems and it's not just saying, it's I'm seeing if the person can do that in real life, right? That's number one for me. Number two is thinking outside of the box, that's for sure. Because let's say you're doing the research on your competitors, you're seeing your own data as well, right? You need to compare those numbers and see what's going to work. So creativity, thinking outside of the box and making sure that you can actually handle a few people, manage a few people and make sure you have this connection between you and spend some time with them. Uh, for example, our managers in Virtudesk in the marketing department, they are on daily calls with their virtual assistants. That's happening every day. Plus any questions uh, from their team members are going to be answered within the day. So uh, we just need to make sure that those managers are actually communicating with their team members and helping them out with any tasks that they have or questions. So that's that's what we have right now. I love that. Yeah. And let me see if we have another one for us here. When hiring a VA, what disc personality type would be suitable for a virtual assistant? Is that one personality type? I would imagine there's different ones depending on the job. Yeah, yeah that's for sure. So I can give you an example of our video guy. He is doing awesome job every day with his clips, but I know that he's only focusing on that. And that's like his main priority during the day. So obviously we are looking for people who will complete the tasks and they're going to fill up the role, you know? So let's say we're hiring a social media manager. We need the guy who did that before, who had the previous experience. And obviously we are looking at the disc profile, at the some work samples. Uh, for example, we're actually doing this right now with Gap, right? We are looking for a new VA who will be joining his team. Gap, how many emails are you getting from people daily? A so, lot. Yes, so sometimes yeah. five, sometimes 11. Yeah. Um, it would range. I've actually received like 130 applications already. Yeah. We're still sorting through. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so we are looking at the work samples, we're looking at their previous experience, and during the interview, it's obviously the questions are going to be, can you manage the team if it's a managerial position? Uh, how can you solve some problems that might occur during the this process? And basically, you know, understanding if this guy is going to be a good fit for our team. Mm -hmm. Basically, yeah. I'm not just looking for a yes man. Um, someone who yeah. says yes all, all the time, mm -hmm. so, but we're looking for someone who has initiative. Yeah. Um, yes, and also to provide their own insight into things, Opinion. but still, sure. uh, yeah, insight mm -hmm. into this. And also, uh, but then maybe back off a little bit when it's time for the client to uh, to decide. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's but, for sure. All right, mm -hmm. guys, uh, we have a lot of emails in there, so our team mm -hmm. grab that. And then we answered all of the questions. Anything else you guys want to add here? Because this was like a master class in about 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we actually, to be honest with you, we deleted a few slides because we realized that it's going to be too much information. But uh, let us know if you guys have any questions. We can send you some awesome checklists. And I wanted to announce that right now we are preparing a amazing checklist for all of the people who doesn't know how to start with a virtual assistant like the prep work that you have to do as a client before you even go to the company where you will be hiring as a direct hire virtual assistant right so what you have to do like the plan all the checklist all the tasks are going to be there and we'll, we'll be sharing mm -hmm. that in leverage yeah i love that that's mm -hmm. awesome thank you thank you for yeah. that and of course, go to Virtue Desk if you need a virtual assistant. That's that's who they work for, and we're helping them as well. And obviously, I use one or two <laughs> there. So thank you for that. And this is recorded. It's on yeah. our channel for mm -hmm. Virtue Desk. So go there. I know we got that question a few times. And feel free to reach out to us. There will be a part two to this. I'm positive because... They cut out some slides. So yeah. you know there's part two coming. So thank you. For yeah. That. Thank you, Tristan. Thank, thank you guys. You, Sarah. Thank you. Happy, happy late birthday. Bye. Thank you. And and Gab, thanks for being on, man. You guys rocked it. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good have a great one. Bye bye.